the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC presents the Pismo Beach Today Show. If it's happening in Pismo Beach, it's on Pismo Beach Today. Now, here's your host, Anita Schauer. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Good afternoon and welcome to the Pismo Beach Today Show. My name is Anita Schauer and I am your desired radio personality. Today's special guest is everyone's favorite girlfriend, Jana Nichols, Five Cities Homeless Coalition. We're going to do an update on several issues, so please stay with us. That includes the golf tournament that's coming up. Let's talk briefly about the sponsors of the show, Robert Robert, who is Dr. Electric, because your electrical health is his main concern, Miss Etiquette Teaching Manners to Children, and interested adults. Diamond Jewelry and Loan with Bobby's spectacular location in Santa Maria, California. As we know, there are musical instruments in there for sale, jewelry, sculptures, paintings, watercolors. The archery department sold out. Apple AirPods, compressors, Xbox One games always there. Location, Miller at East Main. Remember, they're closed Sunday and Monday. Phone, 805-314-2028. 805-314-2028. Jim Dritzis of Dritzis and Company. For all of your accounting needs and tax and accounting questions, Pismo Beach. Bruce Van Vork of Finn Seafood Restaurant. On the beach at the end of Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. Thank you to Bruce for always hosting and sponsoring the Five Cities Homeless Coalition's fundraisers and events. And that's where the golf tournament's going to be in March. Dr. Dan Kopp of the Kopp Dental Group with Dr. Dan Kopp, Dr. Mike Roberts, and Dr. Alina True. 543-5321. 5435321. And I give the Cop Dental Group my highest rating for 2024. 500 million, 555 billion, 55. What is that one? Super gajillion. Oh my gosh, it keeps changing. You're you are so very popular. And thank you very much for my beautiful smile. Oh my gosh. Pismo dice with Pat McCann. So what is Pat McCann up to now? Okay. I am to remind you that California Fresh is where you might find, may find Pismo Dice Wines or Costa de Auto Wine Tasting Room in Santa Maria. And Pismo products may be inquired about by emailing pismopat805 at aol.com. And Pat will pick up that email. Pismopat805 at 8ol.com limited items are left mm, they're going to do some changes stay tuned he'll come on and tell us all about it sierra body shop grover beach on beautiful south 4th street 
These professionals are all you need for the care of your vehicle, car, truck, whatever. Speaking of truck, yeah, I know all about that. Okay. They will give you a courtesy estimate on your vehicle's repair. Special hello to Mike and Butchie and Johnny. 805-481-3855. 481-3855. Royal Grandy Home and Garden, where you will find Miss Terry keeping things in order. 1578 West Branch Street, Royal Grande. Go in there. You cannot believe. Take a lunch with you. You'll be in there for hours. Go look at all the sale items. Look what's coming in for spring. Patio furniture, beautiful fountains. And remember those enormous wind chimes are there. You want to take one home with the help of a flatbed. 779-3080 is the number. 779-3080. And remember when you walk in, you'll be lovingly greeted and we welcome doug mcmillan and his three fine restaurants pismo beach roses restaurante ada's fish house vista up at the north end of price street on the water side yeah go in there but first call you want to know about hours of operation parking reservations outside experience seven seven three zero five five one seven seven three zero five five one roxy buchanan of the natural toolbox at the pismo outlets open 10 a.m daily 172 artisans have everything in there all mediums of art go in there take a look make a few purchases would you please check out the earrings check out the clocks that are made out of automobile parts 10 a.m daily and we welcome Couts' Chevron 13th at West Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. This station is all you can imagine in service, beverages, food, darling store full of sweatshirts and everything for the beach. And automated car wash service. Just buy an extra ticket when you pay for your gasolina. You go around the back and have your car washed. Thank you. Elizabeth Head Insurance Services and her Farmer's Insurance Office. West Grand Avenue, 9th Street, Grover Beach. Find out the joy of owning an umbrella and an umbrella policy. Elizabeth Head, 481-5324. 481-5324. And Brenda Auer, wonderful human being, Cracker Jack realtor in our area, lover of the Pacific Ocean. Brenda will help you find the perfect piece of property here on the Central Coast. 805-801-6694. 805-801-6694. Remember, her office is located in the heart of the village of Royal Grande. Splash Cafe. Remember to go online while you're waiting in line. Get your Splash products. Joanne will be on very soon to tell us about what's new and exciting in the world of Splash in the new catering business. Grocery outlet in a Royal Grande, California with Haley and Michael Testa. Remember to visit and shop the grocery outlet first. First with best prices, best selections, surprise items. They have slippers in there. Beautiful plants, a wonderful wine selection, great things for your dog and cat. And remember the Testas live right here in this fabulous community and our fabulous community supporters. 
Chevron 76 station on Five Cities Drive, Pismo Beach, full service station for your vehicle. Very lovely people working in there. Very lovely people who visit there. Please stop by and say hello. Make an appointment to have your tires checked. I did. I'm glad that I did. Thank you. Yes, I got my tires there. Yes. Okay. Kristen Becker, welcome to the show as a sponsor, certified divorce coach. When a divorce is greeting you and you want to know how to get there, find Kristen Becker, certified divorce coach, who will provide you with the guidance and compassion through this difficult time in your life and to clear the way for healing and financial independence for you and your children. How's that? Kristen at divorcecoach.com. What do we have, ladies and gentlemen? We have the activity guide, pretty new coming out here. Any questions? This is the new one for winter, spring 2024. Call Colleen, 773-7063, 773-7063. Wealth of information. Do talk to her, please. Remember to visit the parks in Grover Beach. I believe we have 14. That's hard to believe, but I believe that's true. Okay. Pismo Beach City Council meetings are available on site in the council chambers. You may get a front row seat first and third Tuesdays of every month. February's the dates are coming up soon. Pismo Preserve is open except for rain. Okay. So we've had a lot of rain lately. Might be a little soggy up there. Perhaps it would be a good idea to call the Land Conservancy and ask all those important questions. And remember, their website has an area where you may make a reservation to take your horse trailer with your horse up there and park it. And then you have to download what it is you saved and put it on your dash. It's really very easy. There are instructions. 805-544-9096. Five four four nine zero nine six. Airstream still on the pier. Got Sheldon out there in one. <clears throat> There's a little restaurante in another one. The visitor center is out there, and that airstream is brought to you by the city of Pismo Beach. Go talk to those people about what you need to know about Pismo Beach. Are the beach wheelchairs available? Yes, they are. Go to the Sandcastle Inn on the beach. Or give them a call, make your reservations for a three-hour increment. Brought to you by the city of Pismo Beach, free of charge. You do not have to be registered at the Sandcastle Inn of the Beach in order to use the beach wheelchairs. Number 773-2422. 773-2422. And we want to thank all the volunteers for descending upon the beach with Lisa. Every Sunday morning, 8 a.m., they keep everything clean. Get rid of all that gum that's stuck to everything imaginable. I don't know why. Don't never did figure that out. And remember the no smoking Pismo Beach downtown or at the outlets and no vaping. And as Ben Fine tells us, that's a no-no. So if you must sneak a smoke, take your butts with you. What's the Chamber of Commerce is getting ready for a big event this week over at uh, Vespera. Tickets, call the Chamber of Commerce. They have a website. Grover City Grange, next pancake breakfast. We always like to tell you where the pancakes are nearby. Will be February the 4th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., 
very good price, very good food. Got Robert Robert making pancakes with Scott Taylor. Oh, my God. And Mrs. Oh, my God. Thank you. Slow symphony season, raring to go. Next concert, February 3rd at the Pack. Tickets still available online. Clark Center, raring to go. Let me see. We just did the doo-wop. That was cool. I like that. Now what? How about the life and music of George Michael, the 20, 21st? I'm sorry, the 31st of January. You want to go to that? That should be a sellout. I'm sure it is. Okay. You can always uh, call the Clark Center for tickets. And ladies and gentlemen, we have with us in the studio everyone's favorite girlfriend. I love that title. Janet Nichols. Do you love that title? I actually don't know what to think of that title. <laughs> Is that true? You Listen, you say something, everybody says yes. You say we're going to do this, everyone says yes. That's everybody's favorite girlfriend. Well, that is a very kind way of, uh, of, of uh, people are very kind to me. That is for sure. Uh, you are very, um, you're greatly appreciated, greatly thought of, and most likely greatly loved by all of us. Thank you. I mean, what a mission you're on. You're going to find a solution. Uh, you know, uh, one life at a time, one yes. person at a time. I've got great staff. They do amazing work. That is for sure. Yes, you have a wonderful staff over there on South 4th Street. They're very right, welcome um, when you walk in. I mean, it's, it's as though you're Santa Claus when you walk in. <laughs> well, you are Santa Claus when you walk in. So. Just really appreciate everyone very much. And uh, we certainly appreciate Devin coming on when uh, you are unavailable and a uh, lovely person that is. And I remember when she was hired. You know, that's it. Um, uh, and they, they, they've stuck with it. Uh, she has stuck with it. Michael has stuck with it. And uh, we are the better for it, for sure. Well, you have everything down to some kind of a science there. I'm sure that the 12-month uh, calendar is probably already penciled in, inked in, what, gelled in for the entire year. I mean, you you know exactly what you're doing. September, October. We got, we got a lot going on, that's for sure. This is going to be an sure. exciting year, isn't it? Every year is an exciting year with us, that's for sure. So the cabins, let's do that real do that quickly. So a lot of people want to know. Are the new the new facilities on South 4th Street near where the new plant is going to be for Central Coast Blue? And are they going to be one and the same? I mean, people ask me the craziest things. That's what they've asked me. So our newest shelter is um, uh, on South uh, Barca. Um, it, the back of it will be towards 4th Street, but it, the entrance will be off of Barca. It will be Kitty Corner from... Um, the Central Coast Blue Project that the various cities have underway. Uh, there's no correlation between the two. Um, our new shelter, uh, the name of it is Balaiko on Barca. Balaiko means uh, my home in oh. uh, the Filipino um, uh, language. Right. And um, we are trying to actually kind of build it in that sense of of making sure that people feel as though they've got a they've got a new temporary home. Um, there will be 30 units there. 
um, single occupancy cabins, uh, and we'll be doing the same program. Actually, we're calling them casitas, uh, but it will be the same program as we were offering at our, our cabins for change uh, program over across town. Same the square so footage? A little smaller. Each unit is uh, 64 square feet, so they're a little smaller. They're, uh, they're duplex units, um, and so they're two, two um, casitas to a, to a duplex, um, but they are, um, yeah, they're a little different, but, but they'll be fun. Um, but it will be an adult-only shelter. People will be able to come in with their pets um, and the program requirements and, and uh, referral list is the same as we have for the Cabins for Change program. So we'll be pulling people off the same referral list uh, for both uh, sites. And same help, social service help. Correct, correct. Our, our team, um, as I say, the program will be uh, virtually identical. And so our, our team will swing between the, the two sites, depending on need. I think that's wonderful. We're excited about it. We, um, we anticipate maybe being open middle to the end of March. Um, that's our, that's our goal anyway. Are you talking about this March? Correct. Well, that's fast. Yeah, no, we are under construction and, uh, um, we're, uh, we're full steam ahead. The, obviously the rains are having some effect as to how quickly we, uh, we can go. Um, but, uh, no, we are, we are definitely underway. Well, the rains are just a test to your stamina. Well, you know, we, we we have our warming center, but I'd love to get another 30 beds open as soon as possible for folks. So we're uh, we're pushing heavy to the metal to make that happen. Yeah, there is a rumor that there, there's going to be a permanent warming center. Did you want to talk about that? Sure, sure. We can talk about that. We're in the final stages of a building retrofit um, and are hoping to be in to the new building by the 1st of February, maybe the middle of February. Uh, so before the end of the season, certainly. Um, and it will al allow us a couple things. One is it's a, a, uh, we have leased the building and so we're gonna be in a position to um, not have to move around. Um, we'll be able to stay open on really rainy days when we have not been able to in the past. Uh, people will be able to bring in their pets uh, as they have not been able to in the past. Um, and then obviously we have the building year round. So we, we are looking, um, we have several ideas for alternative uses that we kind of want to um, test out once we get the, the, the warming center portion of the, of the uh, program set. And may I ask, is there a kitchen facility to help with us? There is not a kitchen facility. There is okay. uh, there's a hot plate. Um, but we there is not a commercial kitchen um, okay that's right hot plates are uh are uh, good yeah no and 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 you know we'll do microwave you know coffee pot those sorts of things but we won't be doing any actual cooking on site we'll, we'll still be looking for uh, assistance with uh, community volunteers and etc to bring food onto site all right and there is a way to sign up to be a community volunteer for this february uh, there's a way to sign up to be a community volunteer now. All you need to do is send us an email at info at 5chc.org. That's the number 5chc.org. And let us know if you're interested in volunteering 
um, in what capacity, and we will we will connect you. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah, we we are we're working now to expand that. Uh, we have some ideas of some new volunteer opportunities that that we hope to roll out later this uh, spring. Um, you know, COVID happened; all the volunteers went away. Then you all came back, and we weren't quite ready. So we're 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 ramping up our volunteer program and and are are, uh, are now in a position to actually um, hopefully be able to help uh, connect folks to. Uh, to various volunteer tasks that we need that, uh, that will both be enriching to them and, and helpful to us. So we're, um, we're we're making a concerted effort to get our volunteer program back on track. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Tell me about transportation issues. When we all first became aware of the Five Cities Homeless Coalition and what it was doing, there were vouchers to get on the bus to go to and fro to San Luis Obispo. Is that, remember that? What do we do now about people that need a little transportation to get from San Luis Obispo here? Um, well, I, I don't know that we do a lot from San Luis to here unless they're working with another agency that, that transports them down. Um, our staff um, have several meetings with clients in San Luis Obispo where we, we transport ourselves. Um, we still give out bus passes to clients that we were working with that have specific appointments in San Luis Obispo. We don't just give them out without reason, but if somebody has an appointment to go to court or something and they need a bus pass and they're they're working with the case manager, we, we'll make that happen uh, or we'll transport ourselves one way or the other. Um, yeah, don't, don't necessarily do a whole lot from San Luis down here. Um, Unless, you know, but we do, um, you know, we, our housing program is countywide, you know, in terms of uh, homeless prevention and rapid rehousing. So we're we're out and about throughout the county uh, meeting with landlords and, and uh, a number of clients are being referred, obviously, from Capslow and Echo. Uh, so we work closely with them as well. Um, well, I know that the housing authority has change the name of a few of their programs, but they're still very helpful. And they do have landlords that are aware of your needs, correct? They yeah. do. And we and we have several landlords that work specifically with us. Um, uh, some, you know, some of them uh, taking vouchers, or in some cases, we have clients who, who do not have a, a housing voucher. But uh, no, we're very appreciative. We have several landlords who are very supportive of us um, and and work with us with our uh, with our clients. Has the client they like? They, Go ahead. Well, they like working with us because um, you know we're kind of the backstop. We're there to help both the client and the landlord. So um, if something is is amiss, um, hopefully we can step in and help um, straighten it out before it becomes an issue. Has the client population? changed at this time of the year from from how it was in august and september do we have less people visible needing help now or more well i mean what we happens have in the a, winter doesn't the winter bring a, yeah no i understand what you're asking we have just so you understand we have a growing population of people at financial risk and housing instability um, since COVID, rental rates have gone up 29%. So, 
So to think, I mean, yes, there are some anomalies and some changes seasonally, but the thing that, that I think I need to stress more than anything is we do not have enough housing inventory and rates are still going up. And so we have more and more families at risk um, than we did last month or the month before. It just, it, it, that, that is the trend. Now that said, we have a number of workers who are, um, their work is dependent on the weather uh, and the work is dependent on the tourism trade. So um, any of the ag workers, uh, we have uh, you know, more ag workers looking for assistance. Uh, oftentimes that is, a you know, can you help me with my utility? Can you help me with my rent? In that case, they may not have lost their housing, but they have lost their income due to, to weather-related events. Um, and the same is true for the hospitality workers, obviously. Uh, there's more work uh, in the kitchen and the restaurants in August than there is in January. So uh, a lot of a lot of restaurant workers, for example, have their hours cut during the winter months and, and that becomes problematic for them. Food is always a problem as well. Yes, I mean, food insecurity is a significant issue. I mean, the, 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 the county food bank um, uh, is doing a tremendous job, but they will be the first to tell you that they are each month giving out more food than they did the month before. Um, you know, obviously we want people to take advantage of that. Um, we work with our clients to hand out what we call non-perishable, no cook bags. So they're foods with high protein that aren't perishable, um, that the people who are living out of doors can, can utilize. Uh, obviously people's kitchen uh, serves on a daily basis. They have for probably nearly 30 years at this point. That's right. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, it is certainly a challenge uh, across the board. I, I know a number of churches offer uh, food pantries. We have obviously the Five Cities Christian Women's Pantry there next to, to um, People's Kitchen. And, uh, and you know, our folks at St. Pat's, for example, they have a line out the door every time they do a, a food distribution um, program. Do you, uh, are you aware of when St. Pat's does that so we can alert the listeners? Is that a weekly thing? It is. Um, okay. Let can, me, um, as we're talking here, I'll, I'll get that information. Okay. That's that. And while we're, we're talking about goodness, the, uh, I did speak to Bruce the other day very briefly. Isn't he just such a lovely man, Bruce Van Horn? He is. He is. Oh my gosh. Uh, the golf tournament will be at Finn's uh, golf course in March. Is that correct? It will. Um, I okay. just have that up. It's, um, uh, it will be our ninth annual and it is going to be on March 23rd. Um, it'll be the same format as before. It's a, it's a nine hole scramble. Um, and uh, team registration is, is uh uh, 250, I think it's teams of five. And uh, we are currently looking for both sponsorships as well as a sponsor for the barbecue. Um, and we're planning to have that information up on our website on February 1st. Oh, that's great. Thank you. So it will be a barbecue and we'll be in the tent for enjoyment. Correct. Correct. Similar situation as in past. And we'll have a raffle and silent auction, but, you know, the, we'll have the same in the circle, closest to the pin, longest birdie, but all, all of those uh, things for golf. 
ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a brief, a brief hold on this. We'll be right back. Thank you. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Stay tuned for more with your host, Anita Shower, next. Now, back to the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Here's your host, Anita Shower. We have Jana Nichols everyone's favorite girlfriend from the Five Cities Homeless Coalition. And first, we want to thank our sponsors before we carry on. Thank you, Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, The Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, Sierra Body Shop, Arroyo Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox with Roxy Buchanan, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Auer Real Estate, Splash Cafe, The Grocery Outlet in Royal Grande, Kevin 76 Station Pismo Beach, and Kristen Becker Certified Divorce Coach. Thank you very much. Here we are. So you have a little bit of information, Jana, that I just asked you about, and what might that be? You uh, you asked when St. Pat's Catholic Church That's it. Uh, had their food uh, distribution program. And they do it on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. So those who are in need of uh, food, um, amongst the many other pantries that are available here in South County, uh, St. Pat's does the distribution there um, on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoons. And they have the volunteers that help them with that. They're not looking for volunteers. Or if you want to volunteer, I suppose you may call St. Pat's and uh, talk. Yeah, to you know, they have a pretty good team, but I, I would I would not be the one to tell them whether they need volunteers or not. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so if, someone, if you're interested in doing that, you can call St. Pat's. If you're interested in, in the Five Cities Homeless Coalition volunteering, my gosh, that would be just wonderful news for everybody. Yeah. 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 Oh, number. Yeah. Eight zero five. For me, five seven four one six three eight. Okay. Five seven six three one eight. Thank you very much for that. Okay. So we've touched upon the warming. What was I going to ask? The new warming center is it a large building? No. How many but beds is it going? How many uh, mattresses or uh, sleeping bags is it going to hold? We'll we'll find out. Oh, very good. Thank you. It's all going to be a surprise. Thank you. Okay, it next. Uh, we're, hoping, we're hoping, you know, uh, the city ordinance uh, has a limit of 34. So uh, it won't be more than that. Gosh, that's wonderful. 34. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, on an average night, we will see 15 to 20 folks. And, and unless it's raining cats and dogs, that's typically what we will see. Um, and so, um, but if, you know, if it if it's raining a lot, uh, we tend to see people come in after several days of, of, of stormy weather. So, um, but we'll we'll accommodate one way or another. We'll figure it out. You still have a little car you drive around in? Me, yes, I still drive around in a little Prius, <laughs> fifty miles to the gallon. Isn't it lovely? It is. It is. I, you know, I think it's, it's not, It's not sexy, but it, uh, it it gets me to and from at 50 miles a gallon, which I'm pretty uh, appreciative the, for these days. In the eye of the beholder, I believe the Prius is a little sexy thing. 
especially when you go by, we all know it's you, right? Yeah, I got a big, I've got a big banner out the window saying, "Here I go." <laughs> the uh, building on Fourth uh, Street at Five Cities Drive coming along beautifully. I see that they're going to be putting awnings on that building. The People's Self Help Housing Project, Pismo Terrace. Yes, they are. Um, they're working on it. Uh, we're told uh, move in is sometime in March, um, but uh, we're uh, we're very excited to see it, it coming to fruition. Uh, there are a number of units there that we will have clients uh, in. So we're we're thankful and anxious to be able to move them in as soon as we can. And is the five is the uh, people self help manning the list of tenants that are coming and going and coming and going? That's not out of your office, is it correct? Is that correct? No, although um, but the nature of the units and the funding um, uh, has some target populations: uh, homeless, highly vulnerable um low income uh and so we are going through our coordinated entry system to match uh folks uh to the to to those units uh so we uh, people whenever someone is homeless uh the first thing we ask to do is to to do a, what we call a coordinated entry assessment and that helps us determine not only what their circumstances and needs are but just how vulnerable they are um and so there is a, a scoring, if you will, um, that takes into account uh, people's health, mental health, physical mental health, um, income, variety of things, and uh, age. Uh, and then that helps us prioritize um, for, for beds like these, which are, are scarce and hard to come by, um, who are not necessarily more deserving, but who's most at risk uh and they they have priority status then will it, will there be units there for a family of four or a family of five yeah so there are some multi-family um the multi i think there's uh i think there are some three bedroom units there are many one bedroom units um there are some uh specifically designated for uh what we call tay the transitional age youth um so there, there are some priority groups, and I don't have the complete detail on, on all of the priority groups, but um, homeless is certainly a key priority. Uh, people self-help is good to work with, correct? Correct. I mean, I mean all of the, the nonprofit housing developers are great to work with, um, and we just need more. I don't know we how many you have. Do you have an idea of how many... How many we have in the same light that you're in? How many how many agencies are are busy with this homelessness issue? It's you, well, the authority, Echo, people, self help. Yeah, I mean there are there are service providers like us who do not have housing, but who provide um, other services, and then there are the housing developers who are are either managing units or or trying to um, create more units. Um, and you know there are some private developers that work with the housing trust fund as well as with peoples and and uh, the housing authority um but we are um you know we're just terribly under the gun with um the rental rate increases we have a number of private landlords who as i mentioned were great to work with um and who will you know who will who will take our clients um uh, and 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 give us a call and say, hey, I have a unit coming up. Do you have someone? So, uh, you know, we're we're very appreciative for the private landlords out on the market as well for for their support. 
Yes, for this size area, we really do have a lot of landlords who are willing landlords. We do. We do. And um, usually when we have a conversation with the landlord, even if they don't know our program, once we're able to to talk to them about what services we provide and, and how we can assist both them and the client, um, we've been very successful in, in recruiting new landlords and, and uh, anyone who has a rental unit that may not know of our programs, I, I would encourage them to, to give us a call because um, we have some um, some things that we can offer that, that uh, a person on the private market would not necessarily be able to provide. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Jana Nichols, Five Cities Homeless Coalition, and we're reviewing all the important issues regarding homelessness and food insecurity. And tell me about the children over at the high school that are there still many of them without adult supervision at the high school? Is that less? Well, there's there are certainly some. Um, and we are working with a number of, of what we call transitional age youth, um, both uh, so that are still going to school and, and those that are that are not. Um, you know, and, and that is a special population of concern for us. Uh, and in many cases, they they are making a child, uh, and so then we have yet another um, uh, generation. Um, experiencing homelessness, you know, with their, with whatever their newborn is. So we, we work really closely trying to address um, the special needs of that population. It's different than, than someone who might be uh, older or might have been out um, experiencing homelessness longer. Um, so we, you know, we have some special services we try to focus there. Um, but we also have a number of families, um, you know, and that, and that's the other thing that happens is, you know, when rents go up, then you have people doubling and tripling up in a unit. Uh, and so a, a housing unit will be over over um, occupied. Uh, and there's usually a lot of, of um, domestic stress that happens there. Um, and and so, um, you know, children need a safe, quiet, stable place to 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 live and grow up. And, you know, being on top of each other isn't isn't necessarily um healthy for them or um, necessarily as safe. If you have multiple adults that you may or may not know in the household, um, you know, the, the chance of, uh, of um, family violence increases, uh, particularly under, under financial stress. A lot of uh, issues in that household. Correct. I mean, can be a lot of issues in that household. Correct. Correct. That's been our experience. The uh, project, back to the project on 4th Street, people have asked me, well, where are the elevators? I said, you don't understand the problem associated with an elevator. They have beautiful stair stairways there. You can watch them being constructed. There are going to be awnings on the building. There already is signage up as to how to get in and how to get out. The, um, the uh, trash enclosure, enclosure is absolutely beautiful. There's a little store going to be next door in that uh, service station area. I mean, and you're 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 going to be living near a shopping center. You're going to be living near near a bank. You're going to be living near lots of different properties. It's a wonderful project. Yes. So I don't this understand is a, what the question is. What is why would, would you be so concerned about an elevator that is one of the most most well, tragic I, I, properties? I, I, 
I, I assume that there probably is an elevator. I, I don't know why there wouldn't be. Um, it may not be visible from the street, but uh, if it's a three-story unit, I'm sure I'm sure that there is an elevator. I'll have to ask. I don't see one, but maybe there is one. You might you might be correct. You just don't see it from the front. But there is parking available. We expect people to come with cars, correct? We do. Um, but again, by virtue of the, the proximity to the bus stop, everything. the shopping center, everything else, uh, and the population that is, is moving in there, many will not have cars. And, and will people self-help make visits there? And will, will you make visits there? Will social services make visits there? Well, more than visits, um, there will be ongoing um, case management staff on site. Okay. That's terrific. Site. Okay. So there's go it's going to be also a learning opportunity. You're going to learn something when you, when you make an appointment to speak to somebody from social services. Or from housing, we certainly. I mean, yes. I mean, people are going to be in a case management plan. I mean, this is this is permanent supportive housing, but um, the degree to which we can help people move forward, we certainly want to do that. Um, and uh, beyond that, we want to make sure that people are um, comfortable enough um, and are are you know able to meet their needs to uh, to stay in the units. And you talked, you mentioned briefly the housing trust fund. How is that put together? I remember it was, I believe it was right after George Moylan was no longer with the housing authority. Do people put money into that trust fund to be given out? Is that how that trust fund works? It's twofold. Um, one, they have a, a special credit rating uh, community, uh, CDFI. Okay. that allows um, a number of lenders to lend money to them at severely discounted rates that they are then able to lend out. So so typically what happens is they have a, a pool of, of assets, uh, and I don't know how many millions they have currently, but they're able to lend them for development projects at a lesser rate than a commercial bank, for example. Uh, so oftentimes they'll do the early lending uh, on a project uh, until the project's at a position that it could refinance into a construction loan or something at a, at a different rate. And so um, the, the, you know, the, basically the, the trust fund is providing seed money uh, at a discount uh, to get projects off the ground and underway. Is there, there must be a list of projects that are being considered. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are. I, I, you know, I don't know what's on the housing trust fund website right now. The, the way they, the trust fund is, is created, it's twofold. Uh, there's a certainly board of directors that is responsible for the overall um, uh, direction of the organization, but then they also have a loan committee that, um, uh, okay. reviews the project proposals and, and loan requests um, and makes then recommendations to the board as to whether to fund or not fund. Oh, that's and the, the, that loan committee is made up of um, city representatives, you know, city planners from various communities, um, nonprofit professionals, uh, you know, a spectrum of folks who actually have some understanding of um, housing development that um, 
and and understanding not only need but also then you know the financial viability is to uh the, of the project to be able to assess ladies and gentlemen you're listening to jana nichols five cities what happens to your brain why does it always go that way it's five happened cities. anymore though <laughs> it would be I'm the five cities homeless coalition five cities homeless coalition thank you uh, it's always very interesting, the new projects that come on board, but we should all understand that a board of directors is chosen for whatever it is they bring to the table. It's not just your best friends being on a board of directors. You have to really bring something to the table, correct? You have a board. I do. I have an excellent board. Right. And what makes them excellent is all the things that they bring to the table. Correct. Uh, and I, uh, we've worked very hard and, and continue to work very hard at, at having a diversity of our board, not only in skill sets, but gender, age. Um, I, I would like more um, ethnic diversity than we have, but we're working on it. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, certainly, I mean, a diverse board is, is the best board in terms of bringing, um, you know, you don't want people that are all like-minded. You want people of, of diverse experience and, and opinions so that you you make the most informed decision you can based on the mission of the organization. Well, yes, if you have people that are different in thought, then you're going to get a different perspective. And that's what you want. You don't want to overlook something. Correct. Correct. Um, and, you know, for example, I don't speak construction. So uh, we have some folks on the board now who are very familiar with um, construction projects. They ask very different questions than someone who is a banker or Correct. someone right. from the legal profession. Um, That's nice that they uh, that the construction people are stepping up. Yeah, no, we have we have an excellent we have an excellent um, board, and and uh, you know we're always looking for new um, directors. We uh, our fiscal year starts July one, so in fact we will be begin our recruitment process here in a month or so um and uh, i've gotten a couple of names of folks who are interested in in uh, in possibly serving but if if someone has an interest in serving certainly shoot me an email and i'll be happy to to make sure our, our nominating committee is aware oh we have a nominating committee terrific really okay so now people know that so if you're interested please get a hold of five cities homeless coalition if you're interested in serving on their board do you have a a young man i believe who is in charge of helping showing the way for high school students who are part of what we do to go over to cuesta or go to alan hancock or even shoot for cal poly we do that that's our our transitional age youth case manager um and certainly furthering their education is is one of the one of the things that we work with uh, our clients uh, to do uh, and to help them uh, connect with whatever educational resources are available uh, to help them move forward and, and obviously improve their, um, their financial situation, their income, job skills, et cetera. I suppose that's really an eye opener for some students who, who may have thought that this was never going to be their reality. It's true. Um, and it, you know, college isn't necessarily for everyone. So there are some vocational trades that uh, that um, we try to connect with. So it's it's um, it, it runs the gamut for sure. Uh, but we we do try to connect in a variety of ways um, 
depending on the on the on the client's interests, uh, whether it's culinary school or or um, uh, or you know attending Cal Poly eventually. It really depends on, on what their interests are. Perhaps you're able to spark some interest that was uh, hidden. Well, I think you know. I mean, it's true that a lot of our clients have not had very positive experiences uh, through education. Uh, again, if if they're moving around a lot, it, that makes it really difficult. Um, you know, they may have a learning challenge that hasn't been um, identified. So there's, you know, our, our clients in many cases have had have had a challenging uh, experience in school previously, and and obviously our goal is to to try to break that stigma down, figure out what what we can do to help them improve their economic situation, and obviously getting a better job is is for that so you know do they you know do they qualify for another job what's it going to take to help them get there you know is it a is it a short-term credential program um you know is it a degree program that they want um and and then you know what are those challenges to learning so you know do they do they have a laptop do they have access to internet i mean what are what are the various um challenges that they may be facing in order just to enroll. Yes, laptops now are more important than ever before, I understand. There are most, many, 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 many classes are being taught online. And so not only having the, the technology, but then having the, the internet access to, uh, to connect is important. And you also have clients that have come back and want to work with you and do work with you. Is that correct? We have a number of folks who have lived experience and are working with us. Um, I don't know if currently we have any former clients working with us. We have had in the past, um, um, and we're certainly not opposed to it, but I, I'm, I'm a little challenged right now, kind of going through my head of whether I have anyone currently on staff who's a former client. Um, but we certainly have staff who um, have experienced homelessness, have experienced drug addiction, have experienced mental health issues, um, and are now back working with us. And um, they're our best employees because they 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 know the they know the challenges, they know the walk, um, and they are you know they they are the living example of of how change does happen. And so uh, they are quite inspiring to our clients. Yes, that has to be a really important factor when you're when you're sitting with someone at the Five Cities Homeless Coalition and you are being interviewed, you are being talked to, and it suddenly dawns on you that this person has already walked this walk. Well, I, I mean, it's difficult for people to walk into our building. It is difficult for people to ask for help. Um, and so the last thing we want to do is to make it difficult once they get inside. But that's the i mean that's the key is is if if we can begin the conversation uh and it does begin as a conversation then then we can drill down onto what you know how best to to be of assistance but um you know think of how humbling it is to just ask anybody for help and and so walking in and having to tell your entire life story about how what challenges you faced can be very traumatic and can be very um very very difficult for folks and so uh, we are sensitive to that, and and as I say, those on our staff in particular who have 
experienced it, I think, have, have even better insights and, and do a lot in teaching the rest of us just what those, you know, how difficult that can be and how to approach uh, certain situations because it's, it's not easy. And we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, the Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sierra Body Shop, Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Auer Real Estate, Splash Cafe, The Grocery Outlet in Royal Grande, Kevin 76 Station, and Kristen Becker for sponsoring the show. Do you believe that you are at some point going to need a larger office or you're going to just get another office other than the one on South 4th Street? Um, I, it's I love my building. Is it, yeah, we all love the building. Is it a little cramped? <laughs> we, are, we are unfortunately full up. Um, and so we are beginning to have that conversation with our board as to what that next step is. Um, so, uh, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're pretty conveniently located and, uh, and people know where we are. So I'm not, uh, I'm not too anxious to move the entire staff, but we might, uh, we might be splitting up a little bit. Well, wouldn't that be nice to have little satellites, little satellite offices, perhaps? Well, we have, we have our cabins for change program. We have yeah. our Balaiko for, um, Barca shelter. We're going to have our new warming center, um, That's a uh, lot. facility. So, um, We'll see how we split up here. You're kind of moving in that direction a little bit by slow. We're slowly in that direction, not 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 towards San Luis Obispo. No, of course not. We're we're right here, and we appreciate that very much. And um, tell me about your association. It's still ongoing with all of social services. You all know each other. You know when somebody new comes into into the fold of social service entities within the county. Is that correct? You're familiar with what goes on in Paso, Tascadero, Moral Correct. Bay. We, we, we as partner, we as agencies partner a great deal on a variety of projects. Uh, we meet regularly. Uh, we discuss certain issues or certain populations um amongst ourselves and with uh city and, and county government um i would say uh we're getting better um i would say there are, you know there are there are always the new young um smaller organizations coming on board and um you know i think i think there's always room for that conversation to happen to to help bring those along to fill whatever that gap is in services that, that we have not been able to fill um no, I, in general, I would say that we have an excellent relationship at, uh, as community partners, and, and uh, we work very hard at making sure that people know of our services, what we can and can't do, because um, the last thing you want to do is send somebody to an agency and, and realize that they don't have the capacity to serve them. No, but you have uh, either a written list or a mental list of all of the resources in this county, so you are very good at saying to someone, even if you can't do it, this is where you can go and you will get it finished. I call it the spaghetti graph. We do indeed have oh, all right. of the agencies mapped out um, and it's, um, it is it, it is a spaghetti graph. Well, I'm going to remember that and I want to thank you very much for talking with us today. It's always a pleasure. You always 
We always learn something new, and that's that's important while we're listening to how all of this has started. Now, you're in what year now? 14th year? I am. I knew it. <laughs> I've been with you since the very beginning, I think. Thank well, you. I don't know. Actually, I mean, actually, that's not true. I started in 2012. No, this would be my 13th year. 13th year. You've been listening to the Pismo Beach Today Show with Anita Shower on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. For comments, questions, and to hear this broadcast in its entirety, find the podcast at 920kvec.com. The 920KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920KVEC.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.